is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we'll be talking about pediatric stroke and asking, is your child at risk for stroke? Our guest is Teddy Softley, Ph.D. Dr. Softley has extensive experience in the psychosocial care of children affected by pediatric cancer and serious blood disorders, a member of the comprehensive care team at Jonathan Jacques Children's Cancer Center at Miller Children's and Women's Hospital, Long Beach. Dr. Softley provides a wide range of support services, including but not limited to treatment planning, school reintegration services, counseling, and psychotherapy for children and more. Welcome, Dr. Softley. Good morning, and I'm happy to be here. We're very happy to have you. I think it's a myth that only older adults have strokes. A stroke can happen to anyone at any time, including teenagers, children, newborns, even unborn babies. Stroke remains among the top 10 causes of death in children. What is a pediatric stroke? A pediatric stroke occurs when blood flow to an area of the brain is blocked or interrupted either by a blood clot or a broken blood vessel. Okay, and what are some of the common risk factors for stroke in children? Strokes are slightly more common in children under age 2, including newborns and especially with full-term infants. Older children with sickle cell anemia, congenital heart disease, immune disorders, or problems in blood clotting are at risk for stroke. Previously, healthy children were found to have hidden disorders such as narrow blood vessels, or a tendency to form blood clots easily are also at risk. And in our population, children, for instance, who are receiving certain chemotherapy agents for cancer or who undergo surgery for brain tumors are also at great risk for stroke. Okay. What are the symptoms or warning signs of stroke? Warning signs for stroke include severe headache, vomiting, sleepiness or fatigue, dizziness, uh, weakness, particularly on one side of the body, um, or changes in language. Right. So watch your children's words very carefully. What are the unique signs of stroke specific to newborns and children? Newborns and children could be seizures, extreme sleepiness, tendency to use only one side of their body or a, a facial droop, what what they may call Horner's syndrome, which is ex- extremely rare. And what do you think you can do if your child is having a stroke? You would call 911 and get them to the closest emergency room, the the common stroke warning signs are be fast, used to identify stroke in adults. Those could also be used to identify strokes in children. And those stand for balance, loss, um, balance, loss, strokes in children mean blurred vision, facial drooping, arm weakness, speech difficulty, and time highlighting the importance of calling 911 and time highlighting the importance of calling 911, not getting them in the car and rushing them to the hospital yourself because the emergency staff are trained in knowing what to do, especially with young children and older adults. There's a phrase, time is brain. Is that correct? Yes. Can you tell us about that? Time is brain means quickly paying attention to the brain, knowing how it operates and looking for those signs and being quick, concise, and knowing what to react to. And that saves the brain and gets them there quickly. And we also have 
screening tools at our Stroke Center and at Long Beach Memorial Miller Children's Hospital. We screen aggressively for stroke, particularly in sickle cell and in older adults, and those are used in our ultrasound department, the uh, transcranial Doppler study. And by doing that, we've prevented overt stroke in young children with sickle cell disease. So for the last 20 years, we haven't had a patient with sickle cell disease come in with an overt stroke in progress. That is wonderful progress. by, By doing that, we've eliminated that and we've saved many lives. What other children with other conditions should be screened for stroke? All children, by keeping up with um, their medical treatment, especially those with heart disease, are at great risk. Children now that have had treatment for brain tumors and received cranial radiation are another example. We follow them long-term because 10 to 15 years after they undergo treatment, they are at great risk for stroke, and that's come out recently in uh, late effects literature for um, brain tumor treatment. They need to be followed closely, and my role as psychology at our center, we screen aggressively with neuropsych testing, and that's a major component of my job is to make sure that these individuals are performing at their maximum potential, and if they have specific cognitive deficits, we may consult with the physicians and make sure they get adequate MR imaging to make sure they do not have silent stroke and they don't have narrowing of the blood vessels in the brain, which may make them at greater risk for stroke. So that's an example of the type of children that may be at risk and for, for the parents, infarcts. Right. And for the parents, you must advocate for your child if, if your doctor is not doing these types of screenings. Right, or if you go to an outside center in the community, we give them information so they can present that to their primary doctors so that they may make appropriate referrals so that they get testing that is required. And these are not just the protocols we follow. These are national protocols for hematology and oncology, which are late effects for specific diseases. So as a parent, you can say to your doctor, please follow the national protocols. Right. And these are called National Protocols for Children's Oncology Group, late effects for pediatric cancer and treatment for brain tumors. And similarly, they have guidelines for children that have received bone marrow transplant and other specific treatments for different diseases. And the American Heart and Lung Disease have specific guidelines for different diseases as well. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sopley, for your fine expertise today and all the good information. We really enjoyed having you on the show. Thank you. And if you need additional information, you feel free to contact our hospital and Jonathan Jakes Children's Cancer Center as well. Very good. Now for more info or to listen to a podcast of this show, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. And that's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.